On this week's Off the Circle, we are talking drinks. Yes, we have a local company, Wilkes & Wilson here, and we're gonna talk about uh, some of their beverages that we can make. Listen to indie-based entrepreneurs and business people. Learn from their experience and expertise, and have some laughs along the way. Off the Circle, the Indianapolis business scene as you've never heard it before. Hey, this is Ryan Grimes here with Doug Carr and Weston Hegerfeld here on Off the Circle. Today we're talking with Greg Wilson from Wilkes and Wilson, makers of fine elixirs. He's been a longtime friend of ours, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. And I and I and I'm just going to tell everybody this, Doug. I'm tearing up a little bit because. <laughs> Podcasting and drinking is always what I wanted. You know, I wanted my worlds to collide. Life goal, <laughs> and, and it's it's happening right now. Check this off your bucket list, yeah. right? Uh, there might be a picture of the table in the in the episode. <laughs> yeah, this is very impressive. Looking. Yeah, we got a lot of booze here and stuff, tools and everything. Yeah, <laughs> paring knives. <laughs> so what are, what are we gonna what are we gonna learn today? Uh, we're just gonna do a couple of basic cocktails. Uh, we're gonna play with a, uh, a classic martini, a uh, couple of different variations on a martini, and then we're going to do um, some bourbon cocktails, and we give you guys the choice of either doing a uh, an old-fashioned or a Manhattan, and you'll each get to kind of pick which one you want to make. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't pick both? No. Oh, okay. I, you can, but you may not walk out of here in time. Yeah. Remember, we do have to go downstairs and, yes. go downstairs. <laughs> and then drive home. Not a good idea. So uh, talk to us a little bit about the story behind Wilkes & Wilson. So Wilkes & Wilson, uh, we've been around for um, well, since February of 2012. So I guess six, almost six and a half years, um, which is kind of mind-boggling. Uh, we actually got our start out of the Ball and Biscuit, which was the first craft cocktail bar here in Indianapolis. Um, Zach Wilkes, who's the other half of Wilkes and Wilson, uh, was frustrated trying to find classic cocktail ingredients. Um, he knew I was kind of a, a food nerd, uh, a research nerd, um, and we started kind of tweaking around, playing, finding some old recipes for some different old classic cocktail ingredients. Started making them for the ball and biscuit. Uh, and then we had other bartenders coming in, having a drink and saying, where'd you get the ingredients for this? Well, we made it. Can you make a little extra for us? So our first couple of bottles were like, you know, like an absolute bottle with a piece of duct tape on it that said, Orjat sold out the back door for 20 <laughs> bucks. Um, from there, kind of figured it would be something we could turn into a, into a real business. And uh, here it is six and a half years later. Uh, we're now distributed uh, throughout the state of Indiana. We're in the Washington, D.C. market, so Washington, Delaware, Maryland. Uh, we're in Vegas. Uh, they drink a little out there. Yeah. Uh, cool. And then we, we have distributors in Australia, France, and Italy. Wow. Uh, and we're actually talking to a couple other in international distributors to, to, to expand even further. So, so is, it a combination of, uh, is it a combination of, you know, you researched and found old recipes and you know built your you know designed your own 
or, or is are these new you know inventions? So, some some of them are classics. So uh, Orjat, which is our was our, our kind of our first product. That was a, it's an almond syrup flavored with rose water. Uh, the recipe dates back to about 1880. Um, I actually found a recipe that was all in French. Uh, sent it to my sister who speaks French fluently. Had her translate it. Uh, we had to adapt it slightly. Uh, one of the ingredients it called for was bitter almonds, and oh. bitter almonds have cyanide in them. Yeah. And the FDA doesn't like cyanide. Yeah. So uh, we took that out. <laughs> um, but, you know, we've done that. We've done a, a classic tonic, uh, again, going back to recipes from the, the late 1800s. Uh, one of the products we're using today uh, in the old-fashioned is a product called GOM, G-O-M-M-E. And that's uh, French. It's a, it's for a it's a gum syrup. So it's a simple syrup with gum arabic added to it. Uh, gum arabic is the dried sap of the acacia tree from Africa, and it's a an emulsifier. Bartenders used to add it to their simple syrups to keep them from crystallizing. Um, once we started having refrigeration, they didn't have to do that anymore. So bartenders quit doing it. Uh, the problem is when you take the gum arabic out of the cocktail when you when I should say when you put gum arabic into the cocktail, it gives the cocktail a velvety or a silky mouthfeel. Oh, interesting. Uh, it it makes it like for example with the old fashioned, it takes away the alcohol burn, lets you really taste the bourbon without making it too sweet. Okay. Oh, very cool. So, um, so again, some classics. We've also come up with some new ones. We we've done. Uh, a uh, alignment simple uh, that makes a uh, fantastic mojito. Uh, matter of fact, over at uh, Tapper's Arcade Bar uh, on Virginia, they now have a Wilkes and Wilson mojito on tap. I will try that because I love that place. I love so, that place. So yeah, I will definitely so they, check that they out. They just rolled the new menu, and if you go in and order a mojito, you're ordering my product. I so. might check that out this weekend. <laughs> so, so now. Um, you know, I, I'm forgive me because I, I just don't know anything about this business. Is everything that you're putting together alcohol free? Is all yours mixer? Um, most of my products are alcohol free. Um, the all the syrups are just they're they're simple syrups. Yeah. Uh, they have sugar, either fruit juices or other natural uh, okay. natural flavors. We use no preservatives, um, nothing artificial, no high fructose corn syrup. Nice. Um, the uh, the bitters do have alcohol in them, uh, but they're considered non-potable alcohol. Uh, basically, they're so bitter, nobody in their right mind would actually sit down and drink them. Oh, um, <laughs> if they did, they would probably end up getting sick because, yeah. again, you just put drops of bitters into a cocktail. Mm -hmm. uh, we also then produce a Bloody Mary mix uh, that's non-alcoholic. We do also offer a ready-to-drink Bloody Mary that has the vodka already in it. Um, and that one's uh, pretty fun. Yeah. So that's that's the I that's really the smiled with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I have one every morning. That, 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 that's perfect for tailgating. Uh, they're plastic bottles, so you can throw oh, them cool. in a cooler. Um, you know, they're just grab and go. You shake them up, and it's ready to drink. So are you are you designing everything you know here in your evil lair? <laughs> I do. Then... We we have a we have a. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, the lab or the, the science lab uh, over at the Stutz building. Um, okay. We've been there for, again, six and a half years. Um, that's where we do some small batch production. We do we produce all of our bitters there. Um, I do 
product development there, and then we have a, a bottling facility down in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Um, you know, where whereas I have the ability to produce ten gallons at a time, their smallest batch is two hundred gallons. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. so kind of that economies of scale. Yeah. Um, you know, they they can produce in four hours what would take me three weeks to make. Wow. So. Yeah. Um, there's what were some a, of the challenges between those two facilities? Um, I mean, one is obviously just making sure that we have consistent product. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'll, I'll develop the product here, get a prototype done. When we get ready to start production down in Louisville, I actually hop in the car, drive down there, bring my sample with me. They produce it based on my recipe. They bring me a sample of what they've produced and will taste it against my sample and yeah. make any adjustments we need to make to get it dialed in. Uh, they're, they're really good at, at being able to, to nail it based on my, on my initial recipes. So. Now, now at that level, you're, you're obviously just, you know, not, not, you know, making some sweet mix and throwing it out there. Is, is you know, is there issues with, you know, well, the water supply there versus the water supply here or the, the temperature or the humidity? The, or? The, the water we use here is RO water. Uh, I actually have an RO filter in my office. So it's it's water that has nothing else in it. Okay. Um, they use, again, filtered water down okay. there so that yeah. it's consistent. Yeah. Um, so that's that's really not been an issue. The, the one thing we have had some, some variation sometimes is uh, sourcing the sugar. So sugar is a commodity. And so it's not always available from the same supplier. Right. And we've had batch to batch some slight variations sometimes in color of the product based on the sugar. The sugar we use is unrefined, um, okay. so it's got a little bit of a golden color to it. Um, yeah, you can see it's not. It's not. Oh yeah. It's yeah. not crystal clear. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, and and that that'll vary a little bit depending from batch to batch. Huh. Very interesting. So. All the fun things that I hmm. never in a million years ever thought I would <laughs> like have to think about. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. So if there's no preservatives or anything extra added, what's the shelf life? Um, shelf life on our product unopened is mm -hmm. three years. Okay. Uh, once you open it, we like to see it gone in about six months. Okay. Uh, it is high bricks, so it's it's basically similar to honey. Uh, it's most of our products run between sixty-eight and seventy-two percent, or pardon me, sixty-eight and seventy-two bricks. Uh, meaning it, it has what's called a water activity level of zero. The, I've never heard that before. I've never heard that term. Well, <laughs> bricks. Bri bri bricks, BRIX, is the, uh, the way they measure like the concentration of honey okay. or any sugar. Uh, it's the, the amount of sugar. Probably maple syrup, too. Maple syrup, same thing. Mm -hmm. um, and you have to get to that sixty above 65 bricks to be shelf-stable without preservatives. Ah, um, yeah. The only one we have that's not is our tonic. Our tonic is below that. So it, once you open the tonic, it has to be refrigerated. Mm -hmm. And then the Bloody Mary always has to be refrigerated once it's open because that's tomato juice. Yes. Right. <laughs> What's your most popular product? Probably our Orgeat, um, okay. which is, again, a, like I said, a classic cocktail ingredient from uh, the late 1800s. Uh, it's actually the base ingredient in a classic Mai Tai. Oh, so cool. a Mai Tai does not have orange juice in it. It's not supposed to be rainbow colored. It is orgeat, lime juice, rum, and uh, an orange liqueur. And oh. that's it. 
I mean, did you bring any? I'm about to say we need I, to have episode no, two. <laughs> that, that'll be episode. I, like I want to smell it just to smell it. That'll be episode number two. We can yeah. we can bring oh, that. We can, we yeah, can bring yeah, the like studio this. to him. I think. I, I think this needs to be a series. <laughs> I was gonna say actually, we, yeah, we could uh, we could uh, move things over to the uh, the bar at the Stutz. Yeah, uh, yeah there we, we got go. access to a full bar, and we could this have table fun with that. mobile. Uber drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, awesome. What are we gonna What are we gonna do now? What are we? Do you guys want to start with uh, bourbon, or you want to start with the gin? Let's start with bourbon. Bourbon. Okay. Okay. You okay with that? I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna we're gonna do one of two drinks, and I'll let you guys each choose which one you're gonna do. Uh, we can either do an old fashioned. So an old fashioned is going to be bourbon, uh, a little bit of sweetener. In this case, it's the the gum that I mentioned earlier. Uh, and then some bitters. So we'll do, I've got a couple of different kinds of bitters. I've got orange bitters would be a classic old fashioned. Um, I also have a uh, double barrel bitters, which is a barrel aged coffee chicory pecan bitters. That sounds wonderful. That That's sounds good. <laughs> really, it's really tasty. It's really tasty. So with that one, we actually start with uh, um, a rye whiskey barrel. We put the green coffee beans from Bee Coffee Roasters in the barrel for a month. The beans come out of the barrel, get roasted into actual coffee. That coffee then is made into the bitters, and then the bitters go back into the rye whiskey barrel for three months. Wow. So wow. it's a four-month process. What's, uh, what's the coffee taste like if, if, you, if you make just the, the coffee The barrel-aged coffee is yeah. really good. Oh, it it's really amazing. good. You, you get that spice of the rye. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Matter of fact, they have a... Uh, a drink of it, Bee Coffee, uh, called the Rye and Cream. So it's the rye barrel-aged coffee mixed with agave and half and half. I was just there last <laughs> weekend. It, I should have got I that. I think Doug's salivating it, over here. It, ta it Foaming at the well, mouth. <laughs> so that the rye and cream tastes exactly like a white Russian with no booze. Wow. I was just there last weekend, and I didn't get that. You need See, to ask for I it. I got to get that. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, is what, that something what? you have to ask for? Yeah, they have it up. I think they it's have it the up menu. on the, the seasonal menu. I wasn't sure if it was a hidden menu or a no. secret menu. Now, one of the things you just said, you, you had traditional bitters. Uh huh. And then, so what's the common thing about bitters? What's the. So, basically, the way to think of bitters, bitters are the bartender's spice cabinet. So, okay. so bitters are a. a uh, and usually an extract of different roots and herbs. Okay. Um, we have a traditional orange bitters, which has. Uh, our bittering base, which is a proprietary blend of nine different bitter roots, uh, it then also has three different types of orange peel. It has dried orange peel, dried sweet orange peel, dried bitter orange peel, which is the Seville orange. It's the same one used in like Grand Marnier. Uh, and then we have fresh orange peel. Uh, we also have some coriander, some cardamom, uh, some other spices just to kind of make it a little more interesting. Okay. Um, and you just literally add drops of these to a drink, and it kind of rounds out the drink real easily. Nice. Sort of like the way you add salt to yeah. your food. Yeah. You know, if you've ever had like a chocolate chip cookie made without salt, it doesn't taste right. Yeah. You put in a pinch of salt, suddenly it tastes right. Right. Bitters kind of do the same thing for cocktails. Okay. They make I mean, a you always wonder who came up with that. You're like, you know what? I got this bourbon here. So what if we boiled some roots and <laughs> dropped some in there and <laughs> see what it so, did? So, so we're really so, hungry at well, one time. Bitters were originally actually medicine. Oh, okay. Uh, people would use them, uh, use the different tinctures and the different extracts to, to treat stomach ailments, to, to treat uh, baldness, to treat you yeah. know, whatever 
back before they really understood medicine, they would they would make these. Well, with the arsenic, they cured everything. Yes, <laughs> you know, it, does, it does cure everything. <laughs> so, sort of like Windex, right? You yeah. spray Windex on it, yeah. it makes it go away. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so that's and bitters just have kind of expanded from that. Uh, I mean, Angostura is the bitters that everybody's heard of. Uh, matter of fact, I've got a bottle of that here as well. Uh, yeah, that looks familiar. That's, that's kind of a, right, a, a classic that. bitters that's been around for years and years and years and years. Did they not make the label fit the bottle? <laughs> uh, actually, that, there's a funny story behind that. Uh, so it was two brothers, and they were working on their product. Oh. The one brother, brother was responsible for the label. The other one was responsible for the bottle. The guy who was ordering the label ordered a label that was too big. Yeah. And they it put stuck. it on, and it stuck. And so they still, to this day, make them <laughs> with the label too big for the bottle. Oh, that's awesome. So we just smelled it. It smells really nice. It does. It's, it's very, very it spicy. It doesn't smell bitter. No. It smells yeah. like cinnamon. If you taste it, though, it's okay. going to yeah. taste bitter. Okay. Um, and actually, matter of fact... I have a, uh, like I said, I do a, a, a bittering base for my bitters, and I've had people taste it, and they kind of they kind of regret it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. by, by itself, it's very very bitter. This says you can put it on a salad. Have you ever done that? Uh huh. You really? Can, you can cook with it. And good. It's good. Really. It's quite tasty. <laughs> There's actually a cocktail um, that uh, uses bitters, uh, Angostura bitters, as the main alcohol. Really? Um, it's called a yeah, trend. Because it says it's 47%. 40% alcohol. So yeah. there's one called. 44. The, 44. Yeah. There's yeah. one called the Trinidad Sour that uses a full ounce of. Oh my goodness. Of those bitters, <laughs> a half ounce of rye whiskey, an ounce of orgeat, and an ounce of lime uh, lemon juice. No uh, matter where you drink it, you think you're in Trinidad. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's, it's actually a, del it's a delicious drink. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's one of those things you're like. A whole ounce of bitters. Yeah. How could it possibly be good? But the the orgeat and the lemon juice kind of balance it out. Huh. So. I feel like the acidity from the orange juice or from the lemon juice. Lemon juice. Yeah. About balance anything out. Yep. Yep. So well, let's go ahead and yeah, we're doing too much talking. Not <laughs> drinking. We need we need to get. Our it's like we're doing drinking. a podcast yeah. or something right now. We wish we could, people could see this. Okay, this so awesome. so you guys have some some tools in front we of do. you. We do. Um, we're gonna walk through those real quick. For everybody listening, we have, a, we have kind of a beer glass, kind of that's a pint a glass. Pint glass, yep. And then the middle one is uh, what? Is, what kind that, of? Glass that's is actually it? a martini glass. Okay, a martini glass. And then that's just gonna be a little rocks glass. Okay. So the there first, was, the first tool I'm gonna have you look at shot is measure. It's actually called a jigger. A jigger. Okay. <laughs> and the jigger, the one you have, the large side is an ounce and a half. Okay. The small side is an ounce. Ah, okay. So mm. that's a way you can, that's how bartenders measure. Um, I mean, some people like it when bartenders do the free pour. Yeah. The really good bartenders actually use a jigger because it gives accuracy. them control, yeah. accuracy, you know. Consistency, right? Exactly. Uh, you also have a bar spoon, which if you notice has kind of a twirl on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, so when you stir, the spoon will actually spin in your fingers as you're stirring stirring the ice. Ah, um, see that? So I don't know knew. if I'm coordinated up for that one. <laughs> you, you'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. It, you'll figure it out. Um, the uh, so the with these the old fashioned and the Manhattan, we're not going to shake them. Okay. We're going to stir them. Actually, both of the cocktails we're doing today, we're going to stir. Okay. Um, if you don't have citrus 
or dairy in your drink, you're going to stir it. So if it's, if it's mostly clear, like mostly spirits and clear products, you're going to stir it. Okay. Oh. If it's a cloudy product like dairy or citrus, then you're going to shake it. Got it. Um, <laughs> and, if we, thumb. and if we were going to shake it, the, the big metal cup mm -hmm. you have yep. combined with the pint glass together is yeah. called a Boston shaker. Ah, okay. So you would put it in there, and that's the thing you see the bartenders do where they shake yeah. drinks. He's shaking you, the uh, then you gotta slap pint glass it. and the yeah. metal glass. Yeah, you gotta slap it to let it loose, right though, too, well, right? Yeah, you, you smack it to lock it in, mm -hmm. and then to bring it apart, you actually hit it with the heel of your hand, and it'll pop the seal, mm. and it'll open. Because as it cools, it pulls it Creates closer. a vacuum? Yep. Okay, so... Um, Ryan, what are you? Which one are you gonna go oh, for? Oh man, old fashioned yeah, or Manhattan? Old fashioned. Okay. Did we talk about the I'm Manhattan? Gonna, I'm gonna do the traditional old fashioned. Traditional old fashioned. Mm -hmm. Did we t you, did we talk about the Manhattan? So the, I know we you, talked you about the old, the old fashioned. So the Manhattan, yeah. the Manhattan is gonna be bourbon, uh, sweet vermouth, mm. uh, a little bit of cherry, cherry mm -hmm. juice, mm -hmm. and bitters. I'll do the Manhattan then. Manhattan. We'll mix it up. Uh, Can't all do the same thing. Right. <laughs> Well, you, are you going to do the, the special bitters in yours? Um, you, I'll do traditional. You'll do traditional? Right, do I'll you want to do the other ones? I'll do the other ones. That okay. Way, that way we can try it So, all. and yeah. I, I did bring some some really good cherries. Nice. So, these are Luxardo cherries from Italy. Wow. Um, these, these are true maraschino cherries. Those bright red things you see in the grocery store are not true they maraschino like cherries. Or something? They, they bleach them with lye. Yeah. Oh. Uh, flavor them with almond flavoring and dye them with red food yeah, color. That's yeah. probably why I don't like them. Um, these are a completely different experience. Hmm. Um, now, can you, can you can you buy those here? You somewhere? can buy those here. You can get them most most uh, quality liquor stores and a lot of the grocery stores will carry them. Okay. Now the downside: that little jar is twenty bucks. Woo! <laughs> but if you're getting yeah. a bottle of Woodford Reserve, right? Why get cheap cherries? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So. That's what I always say. Especially if it's double <laughs> you oak. You say, why get cherries? <laughs> I'm just going to be happy that, I you know, know. I'm, I'm just so used to just drinking whiskey. Straight you know? whiskey? Yeah. And There's I, nothing and wrong I, with I that. I enjoy that. <laughs> I enjoy that. But I also, you know, like if I go out or whatever, a lot of times I'll get like a mule, a bourbon. Moscow mule? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I and, like Moscow uh, mules. I really like it. You know, I like yeah. that, that gingery taste and everything, mm -hmm. so... Um, okay, so do you want to do Maker's Mark? Absolutely. Okay. And the two of you guys can do the uh, Woodford over there. Yep. Okay. So what you're going to do for the old-fashioned. And we're stirring this one. Um, you're going to do two ounces. So you're going to do two of the small side. Mm -hmm. right. And you're just going to pour that right up as close to the top you can and put it into your pint glass. So we're going to build this in your pint glass. So the big one. Yep. <laughs> That was an evil laugh. Mmm, <laughs> the smell. See, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess up. I know I'm gonna... We need smell a vision. Whoa! <laughs> oh, I love that smell. Oh, spilt a little. We can't, can't take him really anywhere. Make that up. <laughs> hey, you know, you, you don't want to shortchange yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think there you just you put go. six ounces in. That <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> smell. Oh. Okay, now for um, for the old fashions, 
you're gonna do this gom. Mm -hmm. Gom. Depending on how sweet you want it. Mm -hmm. uh, is that G-O-O-M-M-E? G-O-M-M-E. Gertrude's no. Gom. Gertrude's okay. Gom is the, is the Wilson Wilson brand. Um, so you're gonna use between a quarter and a half ounce. So depending on quarter, how sweet. If you want so it a little- So that's a quarter of this. Right, so okay. you use the small side, you're either gonna fill it quarter of the way up or halfway up. Um, it just depends on how, again, how sweet you like it. See how thick we're it all, is. We're all staring. I know. It's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to gauge a quarter of nope. something that's like a funnel shape. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. No pressure. It's probably like a third. Yeah. You, you'll, yeah. you'll be good. It's interesting. It's, it's kind of thicker. Uh-huh. It looks almost like a white wine. That's the, the, the gum Arabic is what yeah. makes it thick like that. Hmm. And you are doing the Manhattan, so yes, you're going to do... Uh, Same about, amount? About a half ounce of the sweet vermouth. So the full thing. Uh-huh. Okay. You can do half ounce to an ounce, depending on okay. how much you want of the so vermouth. Not so, no scent to that, right? Nope. It's just, I mean, it's sugar and gum arabic. It's going to be a little sweet. Yep. Okay. Did a full one of them, and you said that's it? That's it. Perfect. Um, so now... For oh, yours, I, I would smell it already. Just a little drizzle of the syrup out of that. A little drizzle. Is it easier to use the spoon? Uh, you can if you want. Just if you want to just dip the spoon in there, and it's just to add a little bit of the the syrup in there. There you go. That's good. Stir that in. Just adds a little cherry flavor. I'm all right with that. Okay, so now it's time to ice your glasses. Ice your glasses. And I'm going to bring your cup over here. I didn't put my spoon. Icing in. our glasses. <laughs> and I didn't. Okay, so I got. Okay, so now you're going to stir that for somewhere between 20 and 30 seconds. And if you want to just, you can see how he's doing. See how he's kind of twirling it around. You want it to circulate around. There you go. You got it. I've seen enough YouTube videos. Yep. <laughs> You're watching one now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to take a picture, but... So is that just to get the temperature it's, way down? It's chilling the drink. The other thing is it's actually diluting the drink slightly. So one thing people don't understand is about 20% of your drink is actually dilution from the melted ice. Yeah. And that's what makes the cocktail... Kind of I always, mellows out the flavor a little. I always notice that I, I really do like, uh, you know, a lot of places they do the bourbon and they have like the large ice ball. Uh -huh. But I enjoy the crushed ice crushed a lot ice. more. Well, you're getting more dilution yeah. and that that opens up the flavor a little bit. Yeah. See, I thought there was something to it. <laughs> it's just sometimes just that some orange peels. It's just sometimes that I have the same exact drink and I'm like, Man, but it was so much better at that other place. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're probably good there. Alrighty. So now, if you take your uh, rocks glass there, the little one, the more vertical of the two, mm -hmm. uh, you're going to take your funny-looking springy thing. Funny-looking springy <laughs> thing. Is that, that is, the technical That, that is called a Hawthorne strainer. A Hawthorne strainer. And you're going to stick it down in the glass, just like Ryan just did. All right. And you're going to strain that into the glass. Okay, so you're basically get, getting rid of the ice. You're getting rid of the the old ice. Now, you could add more ice to the drink if you wanted to, 
Uh, I would actually recommend drinking it without it. Okay. Um, so then you're going to take your orange peel and you're going to point the oh, man down <laughs> off orange cleaner. <laughs> okay, so you're going to point the orange side towards your drink. The peel side? Uh-huh, the peel side. And you're going to squeeze it across okay. the drink and you're going to see little droplets of oil come out. Oh, I smell it already. And that's Ooh. it's creating that orange oil across the top of the drink. Okay, which is I gonna... can really smell orange. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Get it in my hands too. You can see it on the top too. Yeah. And then just drop it in, or you can drop it in if you want. You oh, can yeah. you can discard it if you want. Um, Should I got some napkins? And then we get you a cocktail cherry. Oh yeah, it looks totally different than the nasty ones you see. Oh, the muddled ones with yeah. the orange wedge and <coughs> oh yeah, the yeah, bright red cherry. This is the best podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. And then you get a cherry as well. So I I dropped the orange peel in mine. Yep. And the so the, ours are the, the same. Cherry. And actually, if you want to pull the so far, yeah, you can pull the uh, skewer out of the cherry if you want. So far, uh, yours and I are the same, but we still oh, have bitters together. Oh, that's go. right. You guys forgot to add the bitters. Uh, we forgot. <laughs> I, 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 uh, so you are doing the classic orange. Okay. And you're going to do... So yep. I would do a full dropper. So take the lid off, squeeze it in so it loads it up, and then... Not that far? Yep. It looks like about an inch and a half. Yep. Okay. This seriously looks like I just got some from the 1800s that I'm putting yeah. in. Uh-huh. That's, that's <laughs> good. Squirt it down in the drink. Then do we stir it again? You can. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to kind of blend itself in there. You can actually put the bitters in even before we shake it, but, or okay. before you stir it, but it'll still blend in well. Hey, uh, set my spoon out. Yep. Yep. I got a whole bunch from down here, Doug. Uh, I don't care about the mess. I actually, for the... Need some more paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. This is my favorite day ever. For the Manhattan, I would recommend these bitters. Okay. This is the... Riggs Tavern bitters, which is going to be a classic aromatic bitters. It's going to be same, same thing, full drop, full dropper, full. There you go. Today at DKD Media, we're learning how to make drinks. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. And you don't stir this or anything. You just no, nope, you're good. Are you on? Oh, are wow. you guys on Instagram? Yes, Wilson yeah. Wilson. So it's ready? It's ready. ready to go. Oh, you can smell the orange. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Smooth, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. That's, that's amazing. Honey, I found your drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's basically all of the edge is taken off the bourbon. Yeah. Uh -huh. All of it. And it. But it lets you, you taste to, the bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. But it, get, it gets rid of that. It, when you drink straight bourbon whiskey, you get that bite it's some people describe it as a white pepper bite yeah like a real spicy bite that's the alcohol the gum hides that oh my it kind of takes the edge off without you know, making it too sweet so so i don't want to want you to yell at me or anything but yeah a lot of times i really love coke and bourbon uh-huh and i like it because the coke does a similar thing it takes yep. that edge off yeah yep i've been on a bacardi and oj kick recently not a bad one. 
No, that's not bad at all. My uh, my cousin makes it's orange juice, Bacardi. Oh no, I'm sorry. Orange juice, uh, Captain Morgan spice rum, with banana schnapps, and pineapple juice. Wow, it is very good. Sounds tasty. Yeah, and then take a little yeah, cherry juice too and try. put it in it. Yeah. Let's try the. Uh, so yeah, you guys are gonna taste some difference between those two with the different bitters. And oh try, yeah, and try this one too. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> I, yeah, you can. There's no know. bad drink at this table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pass that one. There, there we go. Yeah. That's very good. I've, to. I've had Manhattan's before, and sometimes they're just oh. too sweet. Yeah. Uh, that's his. So that's interesting. So it's. Wait, in which uh, which bitters did you have? He had the I had double the, barrel. Yeah. Okay. I had the, the citrus fruit the bitters. Chicory mine, pecan. Oh, I smell uh-huh. yeah. citrus in this oh, one a yeah. lot. Yeah, because I got the orange oil on top of it. Orange oil on top, and then the orange bitters in it. So how much? Oh yeah, that's very. I'm good. curious with a drink like this, because you know, um, with wh- whiskey, you know, with, well with bourbon, <laughs> it's a sweeter. Uh huh. You know, so you taste on the back of your palate. You know, I'm curious. You know, is part of the the specialty of this drink that there's that aromatic uh-huh. you know hit that you get with yeah. the orange. That's part of the glass I mean, too, isn't it? Ninety percent of what you taste yeah. is really smell. Okay. So yeah, it does yeah. it does affect that. Now, how about the glass that you put it in? Does that affect the drink at all? To, to some extent, I mean, it's you know you, you're going to be able to get mm-hmm. because that it's a little bit wider at the top there. You're going to get your nose down in there, so you're going to get more of that aroma. Um, a lot of the, the glass choices uh, depend mm-hmm. on appearance. You know, it makes mm-hmm. it look sure. look sexy. Um, I mean, I was like, yes. when we move on to the martini glasses, these are non-traditional martini glasses. Mm-hmm. They don't have the long stem. I almost brought, I have regular ones too, yeah. but these are kind of fun because they're a little... And they tend to break less, probably. Exactly. <laughs> stems don't break off. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, that's delicious. So, so explain... Uh, Again, so the Manhattan was uh, the bourbon, bourbon, gum. No, the old fashioned is bourbon, old fashioned, gum, and bitters. Okay. Uh, the man, the Manhattan is bourbon, cherry, sweet vermouth, and a, just a touch of the cherry juice. Okay. And then the bitters um, too. And then the bitters. So, so, uh, so almost a, a, a similar drink overall very similar except we're using vermouth which yeah. is an aromatized wine um th- so that's another thing too if you notice uh you probably notice that the, the bottle is cold yeah um if you go into a bar and order a manhattan or a uh, martini and they're using vermouth and they don't take the vermouth out of the refrigerator order something else really it should really? always it should be kept in the refrigerator uh, the taste changes, or uh-huh. it really, ox- it oxidizes. Okay, um, because it is a wine, it gets old. So if somebody has a bottle of vermouth sitting on their bar shelf, pitch and it, it's, <laughs> and it's yeah, it tastes bad. Okay, uh, I've taught these classes before, and somebody tries the martini, and they go, "I didn't think I liked martinis, and this is really good." And it's like, <laughs> were you doing it with bad vermouth? Right, that bad ingredients, be- bad experience. Exactly. And exactly. this drink is fantastic. There's, I mean, it just—it's a summer drink. Oh yeah, yeah. it's—it's got the, the the hint of the bourbon at the end. Yep. But when you're drinking it, it's 
it, there's like nothing. It's really yeah, right. awesome. Real smooth. Yeah, it's I, so I've, smooth. I've never had a drink like that before. Yeah. Now, wait, now make sure when you get to mm. the end, you don't waste that cherry. I, it, it kills me to watch people oh, in a bar it. and they leave the cherry in the bottom oh. of the glass. And it's like, that's like a dollar cherry. <laughs> <laughs> and you're leaving it in the glass. That's, especially after it's oh, that's sitting, like a, yeah, sitting in bourbon. It's been sitting in oh, bourbon and soaking. Yeah, it yeah. makes it amazing. Oh, that's fantastic. Not to burst your bubble, but I'm usually that person. Okay, we'll stop being that. <laughs> no, yeah. I won't be today. As long as they're good cherries. Yeah, they're of the course. bright red cherries. Leave them in there all day long because they're horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they usually are too. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, that's incredible. I can't stop smelling it. I know. <laughs> <sighs> wow. So, then, so what got you into this business? Well, mm-hmm. like I said, uh, my my friend Zach Wilkes was the founding bartender at the Ball and Biscuit, and it was him. You know, I was helping him out there I was actually just uh helping him out kind of behind the scenes a little bit okay and got hooked on it yeah uh I've I've been a home brewer I've been a amateur chef for years oh okay and yeah, it kind of was a logical yeah progression and somehow or another I've now managed to become a syrup and bitters expert well alcohol I, I mean in general I mean I feel like alcohol um you know I grew up during the 80s uh-huh. Which was basically the all dark about, ages. Yeah, it was basically about quantity. <laughs> <laughs> from, from from a cocktail perspective, it was like the the I think it was what the early seventies through the late eighties was kind of the dark ages. Yeah, and now we're finally having a resurgence of new cocktail. You know, it's like the new resurgence. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that happened uh, pre prohibition, uh, we had a really great cocktail culture. Well, prohibition came through and all the really good bartenders rather than quit bartending all moved overseas uh, okay. to Europe yeah. to South America yeah. elsewhere to continue being bartenders right mm-hmm. and so then in you know the US even when the prohibition ended you know we had things like the Harvey Wallbangers and the just the you know the martinis that were just a glass of chilled vodka or chilled gin mm-hmm. right um, you know an extra dry martini just show the bottle of vermouth to the gin and let me drink it yeah yeah um and so now we're finally you know it was, i think it was like early 90s uh a gentleman by the name of dale DeGroff uh at a bar in, in new york called the rainbow room kind of restarted the modern craft cocktail movement yeah. I was going to ask, do you think that was pushed by the craft beer movement no. now? Is w- no, it was well before that. It was starting, I mean, it was probably close to the same time, but mm-hmm. uh, it was, and they've kind of tracked side by side. Yeah. Um, and, and people, you know, understood that, you know, drinking is not necessarily just about drinking to get drunk. It's exactly. drinking yeah. to enjoy yeah. what you're drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, quality spirits, quality. Um, Exactly. You know, quality cocktails. It's not the snake pit at the 500. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's not Mad Dog 2020 yep. or uh, Kiwi Live. <laughs> I just, I just cringed a little. <laughs> all, yeah, like, oh yeah, been we, there. Yeah, been there. So are we ready to move on to uh, to gin. Sorry, we're all finishing our drinks at the same time. Yes. Oh wow. 
So, that cherry is fantastic. With that amazing cherry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm using the orange to grab it. So if you guys want to dump your ice in this cup, I'll get it out of the way for wow. you. Mm. Oh, let's see. <laughs> you already took mine. I was like, wait a minute. Where'd mine go? There we go. Yeah, that cherry is like a... Holy That's crap. A Imagine cherry. like a yeah. true black cherry yeah like chocolate yeah uh -huh. dessert that's uh -huh. that's that oh that cherry was taste. fantastic so yeah that one was luxardo the other one i have here is uh and i um, got my juice out of that one yeah I'm Laz lazaroni lazaroni mm. wow that was fantastic so uh, okay so we're moving on to gin um we are actually going to use a scottish gin uh, it's called Karun, C-A-O-R-U-N-N. Um, so which of the three of you can tell me what defines gin? What is the one ingredient that all gin must have? Personally, I think it tastes like pine needles. <laughs> no, I'm going to say he's wrong. Uh, oh, I know I'm wrong. No, there, there is one ingredient that they, they must have. Juniper be berries. Gin. Juniper berries, and that's why it tastes like pine needles. Yeah. <laughs> it's the juniper. Um, huh. So it, I mean, in some ways you could say gin was the first flavored vodka hmm, because okay. it's it's a clean distilled spirit that's then infused with um, juniper and other mm -hmm. botanicals. So hmm. okay, um, so this one is going to be very similar to a London Dry style gin. Uh, there also are some American style gins that are a little more botanical. Um, a little, uh, sometimes some of them are a little sweeter. Uh, so, but uh, let's go ahead and you're going to use the same glass again, which is why we had you dump out the ice. Uh, you're going to do, let's do three ounces of gin this time. So it'll be Whew. two of the large size. All right. <laughs> So we, we have a couple of different variations we can do on this. Uh, we can do a classic martini. So three? Uh-huh. Yeah, two of the big side. Two of the big side. And should I be using my martini glass? No, you're going to pour it into your pint oh, glass. Oh, okay. Because you're going to stir it in that. Okay. Is it okay that the other It should be fine. Still in there? All right. Say after the bourbon, it's getting hot in here. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to... I'm going to have to fall in love with this drink because... I've never been a gin guy. So. Same here. So, the the uh, there's three three different kinds of martinis we can look at. One is a classic martini, which is going to be more gin and less vermouth. <laughs> we have guests coming in. Like, hey. Would you like to join? It's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is all work, man. There is yeah. no playing in here. I was on Instagram. I followed Doug. <laughs> All right, so gin three. Yep, yep. Three two, two of the big side. Three ounces of gin. Oh, I still got bourbon on that side. Um, so, so a classic is going to be more gin and then vermouth. Uh, a perfect martini is going to be equal parts vermouth and gin. Huh. So it's going to be more vermouthy. And then if we wanted, if you wanted to do a dirty martini, I did bring olive juice. That you can add to it, that would make a dirty martini. You'll have to convince me on the olives. 
but I'm willing to try. I, I olives, love olives. I, I despise olives. olives. Well, we'll, we'll give you the classic martini. Okay. We'll give you the dirty martini. Right. Say, I want to try it, though. Okay. I'll take the one that's left. <laughs> okay, so, so for yours, do um, an ounce and a half of okay. vermouth. So, so we know that gin is juniper berries. Juniper berries with other botanicals. Uh, I don't remember what all this particular gin. Different gins have different things. A lot of times it'll have coriander. It'll have angelica root. Uh, and what, how much again? Uh, for yours, go ahead and do... Seven. <laughs> the whole um, bottle. Well, that smells good. Actually do about an ounce, the small an size. Because okay. gonna, you're going to do the uh, olive juice as well. All right. Would mine be an ounce too then? Yes. Okay. And so what's vermouth made out of? Vermouth is an aromatized wine. Oh. So it's wine oh. that then has some different herbs. That? It smells like wine. <laughs> <laughs> has some different herbs That's in it. Still, <laughs> still show how ignorant I am, man. I didn't know that. Well, and, but it, it's not going to taste like just plain yeah. wine because it's going to have some, right. some bitterness to it. Right. Um, which still makes it tasty. So yeah, it smells like white wine. Yeah. Yeah. So the the dry vermouth is made from white wine, and the sweet vermouth is made from red wine. Huh. Oh. Okay. Okay. So you're now gonna do a dropper full of the orange bitters. Sometimes things are a lot easier than you think they are. <laughs> does the uh, does the vermouth need to stay cold? Yes. It should as be, well. Should be refrigerated. Yeah. Both vermouths need to be refrigerated. How much because is that? They're, they're the I, I just did one. You're not going to do any of that. Oh, I'm not doing any. Because you're doing the. Oh, I'm doing the so, olive juice. Yep. You're the, you're the so dirty depending on how much olive you want. I love olives. How about the original? <laughs> I'm going to drink uh, it. The original. Just do a full dropper. Full drop. Yep. Okay. Chase it. Just start drinking. So maybe like one ounce or. Yeah, I'd do an ounce of. All right. Oh, that's olive juice. All right. <laughs> I love that smell. Olives so are. So, what like, are your thoughts on like the like the specialty olives, like the blue cheese ones? And I personally love blue cheese. Yeah, the, olives. Uh, the jalapeno olives. Scholars yeah. Inn used to have an awesome blue cheese olive martini. We're learning. We're on a podcast. We're we're learning how to make drinks. Yeah, you, should, you should hang out more. Say, yeah. this, sh this should just be an unedited one, raw the whole time. <laughs> So on that, I feel for you. You're not going to put that in yet. It's Got it? actual dirty martini, rolling olive juice. Yeah. It's kind of a brownish liquid. Okay. Thin. Say what it smells like. Oh, probably, olives. probably olives. Pretty much green olives. Yeah, but not not so as you put strong the ice in as the drink. Now yep. do I start stirring? Stir again. It's, actu it's actually not as strong as you would. Think no, it's if not. You open the olive. I think an olive jar smells. Yeah. More. Well, and. You, you could just have a jar of olives and pour the juice off of it. Yeah. When you do a whole lot of dirty martinis, you end up with a bunch of olives with yeah. no juice. I didn't know they sold bottles of olive juice. Yes. Yeah. They sell bottles of olive juice and bottles of pickle juice. Oh, uh, yeah. The pickle juice I knew about. Olive juice I did not. They do the pickle juice for uh, picklebacks, which is when you do a shot of, shot of Jameson <laughs> and you chase it with a shot of pickle juice. No. It's actually what? quite good. You've done them before? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pick, picklebacks are tasty. 
Okay. Alrighty. A lemon. Oh, we got a lemon this time. For you. Are we gonna do the the lemon squeeze again? Uh, once you pour it into the glass. Okay. And I unfortunately don't have any olives, so you're gonna get a cocktail onion instead. I like I like cocktail onions too. And you two guys, since you're doing the classic martinis, are gonna get the. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa. That was you having problems over there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, We're only one drink to go. It pops out. What was this called again? The heart, the heart, harbor, the thing, the curly uh, thing, <laughs> the the metal thing on the top. What is that called? Hawthorne strainer. Hawthorne strainer, <laughs> yeah. Mm, so you just squeeze your. I did. And you can you can either drop it in there or just leave it to the side. I'll leave it to the side. Oranges? Yep. This is not. Oh, I'm and again, you'll see you'll oh, see that, that looks like a dirty martini I over there. You can hear it this time. I can. Uh huh. And you can you actually can see the little droplets mm -hmm. on top of it. All right, so feel it in my hands. You've got a lemon, lemon squeeze. Squeeze over there, and, right. and then you've got right some. In. So same thing. Just do the. Yep. Squeeze it over the top. Oh yeah. Oh, smell that. I'm gonna stick that in there too. So this is a dirty martini. Mm -hmm. This is the classic martini. Mm -hmm. And yours is a perfect martini. Perfect. Of course it is. Wow, look at how clear that <laughs> is. I know. Let's see what you guys think. Oh, man. That's very good. <laughs> that could make me like gin. <laughs> yeah. I, taste, I taste olives. <laughs> so you, you get awesome. You get lots of olives in yours. Yeah. No, again, that's nice because I don't, I don't genuinely, smooth, you know, yeah. just like gin and it's very smooth, uh -huh. yeah, gin and juice. It's I'm not a fan, smooth. gin and juice, <laughs> you know. But right. that's laid back with my money on my mind, my money on my mind, my money. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> that's how it goes. Again, we should just leave. Again, we should just leave this raw. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm not cutting anything out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Save and post. We're done. <laughs> That's very different. Uh-huh. It's not what you were thinking of. No. And you had bitters in yours? Uh, yeah, or I had the orange. And so you didn't get the orange bitters in yours. Oh. That was my fault. Same wow. Way. Oh, no, I did you, put these you, in. Do you, you want put olive juice? Okay, wait a second. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like dirty martinis. That's All right. This is a perfect martini. We're trading drinks here. Yeah. This is the classic. Oh, wow. Yeah, that one's going to be real briny. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a... One more... Oh, well, wow. I was say, just give me a second. The perfect martini is very, very... Uh, it's got the orange it's bitters. It's got a bright it. taste to it. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's got the orange bitters and the I orange... I don't know. It's a lot of that's the... It the tastes like move. flavored water. Yeah. Smooth. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I forgot my... Oh, wow. On. You can definitely taste the bitters. Yeah, it's real citrusy. All right, you're gonna take me out of my comfort zone with the olive. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely olives. If you're not a green if, olive yeah, guy, if you're not you're an not olive guy, enjoy that. No, <laughs> that one's good. Which one? No, is? it tastes like salt water. <laughs> <laughs> Pure brine. Honestly, though, I oh, I could learn to good? like that. Yeah, that's oh. not bad. Wes, what was yours again? The classic. Classic, classic martini. Okay. So his had less vermouth than yours did. Okay, I could. I could learn to like that. Yeah. It's 
crazy. Already <laughs> <laughs> feeling pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to shut this podcast down. <laughs> so, so imagine when I do my three and a half hour cocktail class where we do four different cocktails. Wow, <laughs> lots of Ubers that day. Yes. <laughs> yeah, That's they're incredible. they're a lot of fun. When when do you, how often do you do those? Well, those I actually do. They're I do usually as a private cocktail class. Okay. Um, it's uh, one hundred twenty dollars a person. Yeah. Eight, eight person minimum. Yeah. Uh, so we basically have them as, as a party. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times I'll do it for people for like birthday parties. Um, I've done them for team building exercises for businesses. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, it makes uh, sense. Mm-hmm. Is it a specific array of just standard cocktails or do people I, have requests? I What I usually do is I do, when I do the, the full class, I do a bourbon cocktail. Mm-hmm. I do a vodka slash gin cocktail. I do a rum cocktail and I do a tequila cocktail and each one of those have two options just like when we did the first one where we had the choice of the old-fashioned or the Manhattan that would be the bourbon Uh, with the vodka gin we do a martini and they get the choice of either doing a vodka martini or a gin martini Um, because some people just really don't like gin yeah that's why Um, I told you to do gin because I was like let's see what (laughs) we can do with gin I'm curious because lots of people don't like gin. exactly exactly uh, and then when we do rum, we do a like a classic, uh, uh, classic daiquiri, which is just lime juice, simple syrup, and or lime juice, gum, and rum. Uh, and then we also do a mai tai, which is the one I was telling you about with the uh, the orgeat in it. Um, and then with tequila, we usually do a classic tequila <laughs> tequila margarita, and we do one called an el diablo. So where do uh if someone wants to sign up for one of those, uh, where do they go? Um, they can actually go to um, wilksonwilson.com okay. and send us a message through that. Uh, we also have, there's a Facebook uh, Facebook business set up called Cocktail Classes by Wilkes and Wilson. Oh, nice. It's separate from our regular Wilkes and Wilson yeah. Facebook page. Uh, they can go on there and we're working on getting a, a website set up okay. uh, to be able to offer these classes. Um, we know a marketing guy that can yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh, uh, curious, you know, for the stuff that you guys are bottling and everything, can you buy that through the site or? Yes. Okay. So all, all of our products, uh, with the exception of the ready to drink Bloody Mary, yeah. because it's alcohol, right. everything else is available through the website uh, with free shipping. Oh, um, fantastic. So anywhere in the continental United States, I learned that the hard way. I had free shipping and had some orders come from Canada and it cost me more to ship than I made on the product. I'm sure. <laughs> so after that happened, I turned off free shipping to Canada. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll be under tariff soon. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, well, good. We'll, uh, what we'll do is for everybody listening, we will definitely put all these recipes in the, mm-hmm. is recipe the right word? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, these recipes. are cocktail recipes. And actually, if you, if you go to our Wilson Wilson webpage, uh, on the front page, there's a link there where you can download a recipe book. Okay. Oh, uh, that's cool. a PDF well, that has, that pro- I think it's over 100 recipes. Great. And they're broken oh down goodness. by product. So if you have a bottle of gum, you can look up what cocktails can I make with gum. Nice. If you have a bottle of, uh, you know, the lime mint simple, what cocktails can I make with the lime mint simple? And it'll list them all out. Mm. All right. Well, we'll put a link. We'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. And then I'll get you a link for the uh, for the cocktail classes as well. Yeah. And if, for folks local to Indiana, where yeah. can they find your products? Uh, locally, I know they carry it at um, Market District uh, up in Carmel. Uh, they carry it at Vine and Table up in Carmel. 
Some of the Payless liquor stores, some of the higher end stores carry it. Um, I think Cons carries some of the line. Uh, we were at all the marshes until they went away. Uh, and then Kroger carries our Bloody Mary and our Orange Bitters, but those are the only two products that they carry right now. Okay. Okay. So, Excellent. Well, but, was... uh, but again, through the website, free shipping. Sure. Uh, you can uh, order everything there. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Dave. Yeah, oh, my a, pleasure. This is the greatest podcast ever. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so we we'll get into the next week. <laughs> I was gonna say we'll, we'll we'll have to we'll have to set up round two so we can yeah, cover we, some uh, some other cocktails. You know, I feel that gin and bourbon got the spotlight here. We need to yeah. visit the other liquors. I'm say, a tequila guy. I'm just saying we we can we can do tequila and rum at the next one. Sold. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I came on the right day. <laughs> <laughs> I, told you, I, told you. I think what we should do is do a marketing podcast right afterwards. Oh, God. <laughs> the, the, the truth of marketing. Yeah, the truth of technology. Let's go nuts. <laughs> uh, thanks thanks for everybody for joining us today. Absolutely. And, uh, thank you, Greg. This has been uh, what, a, what a treat. This has yeah. been incredible. Glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks for having us. If you're an Indianapolis-based professional and would like your story to be heard on Off the Circle, contact us at offthecircle.com. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a glowing review. Off the Circle is recorded at DK New Media's podcast studio at the Speakeasy in downtown Indianapolis.